Hi, welcome to C. Myers Live. My name is Sally Myers, and I'm a principal at C. Myers Corporation. And I'm Charlene Leland. I'm a vice president at C. Myers. Hey, Sally, I've been thinking, you know, planning season's been in full swing for a while, and uh, it always gets me thinking about what's next. You know, how do we go from having these great plans, so much excitement, especially with everything that's happened this year, looking forward to what comes next? How does that actually become a reality for the credit union? Oh, I hear you. And of course, 2020, everybody knows, was a wild year. And some leadership teams and boards went into the strategic planning sessions and process with, oh, I don't really want to do this. I don't have time to think strategically. I can't think strategically. Mm -hmm. And then they came out with some really great things from a strategy perspective. Yeah. But you're right. It almost seems like that's the easy thing. The planning's the Uh easy thing. And then now how do we get it done? Knowing full well that there's so much uncertainty still out there, how do we turn implementation into a competitive advantage and really implement from a strategic standpoint? Exactly. In our observation, and I'm going to speak for you here for a second, Mm -hmm, but in our observation, it really starts with the senior leadership team having that view and the prioritization of what the strategic initiatives are. It has to happen at that level. So they've come up with it in the strategic planning process, but when it comes to implementation, to maintain that focus and say, okay, now we need to understand what's on our plate, how these things are going, and as different things happen, how they're going to be prioritized. And using the strategy as that filter. Also, it makes me think of, well, what are resources? What do you mean when you say resources? And of course, people think financial resources and what leadership team wouldn't get together and look at the budget or the long-term forecast and not all sit around and agree on it before they submitted it to the board. So those are the financial resources. Right. Equally important, and sometimes I could argue, if not more important, it's the allocation of time. It's the allocation of talent. It's the allocation of brain power. And how are we going to put all of that together? The finances, the time, the energy, and the brain power to deliver strategically on our business and move our business forward. And yeah, yeah especially ahead. when there's so many competing priorities. Right. And I'll even say more than the typical year coming off of COVID, there are some what I call hangover projects, you mm-hmm. know, and initiatives that in some cases got pushed off a little bit Mm -hmm. and so the resources are tighter than ever right and also the resources are tighter than ever and some institutions are feeling the pressure financially of course which we knew that that was going to happen and so the trick there is it gets extra challenging which can be very exciting is how do you do more with less yeah and move the business forward even though there's financial pressure even though there's pressure on the human resources piece of it and so many things to do one of the other things too is prioritizing from a strategic standpoint the leadership absolutely needs to do that and then part of that is the ability to say no we're not going to do this Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. what's your observation when you're working with teams and they they actually need to say, no, I can't do this. They don't want to do it. Yeah. In most cases, don't want to do it for a variety of reasons. One is that they're excited and they want to do whatever mm-hmm. the thing is that they're considering. But the other thing is that it can be looked at as you're not a team player. You're not willing to go the extra mile for this organization. I understand that 
but it can be unfair to the organization as a whole. Right. And, you know, when you say looked at, that could be a couple of different ways to interpret that because often what I see is it's the person that's saying, no, I don't really think we should do this, feels bad and that they're not a team player. But a lot of CEOs are like, that's what I need you to tell me. It's okay for you to give your opinion on what we shouldn't be focused on. Right. And this isn't about trying to do less. <laughs> no, it's definitely not trying to do less. It's about trying to do more of the right thing. Exactly. More of the right thing. And just to add an additional degree of difficulty, it's when projects or initiatives are already in motion and the desired business outcomes just aren't being realized, the ability to say no and to stop something that's already in motion. This is very, very difficult. And it feels like when that decision is being made that there's going to be so much fallout and sometimes there is, although good communication can get in front of that. But that feels sometimes like I'm blowing this up when actually it's a gift to the organization if that's the right thing to do to preserve those precious resources for the things that are more strategically important. It takes a lot of courage, strength to be able to say, you know what, we invested time, we invested money, we thought a lot about this, we thought it was the right thing to do, it felt like it was the right thing to do at the time. But it's no longer the right thing to do. And we just need to cut our losses and move on. And again, that is actually one of the characteristics of a high performing organization. Circling back to that, not getting the desired business outcome. So one of the things that's really helpful and necessary in order to be able to continue to keep the right things prioritized in terms of how you're using your precious resources is having those business outcomes be super, super clear and using them throughout the implementation mm -hmm. of the initiative. The example I'd love to use is loan origination system. So let's say at the strategic level, it starts out something like we need to be a lending machine. And so one of the things is we need a better tool for the loan origination system for our members and for us internally, et cetera. And we think that we should be able to book way more loan if we put focus on this. And so somehow along the way, though, the project becomes put in a new loan origination system. Mm -hmm. And that's not really the desired business outcome. And so if that's not being used as a filter throughout the project for everybody who's working on it, including from the top level all the way through, then you're going to sacrifice some good decisions along the way. Absolutely. So clear articulation and alignment and constant reminder of what is the desired business outcome as you implement your strategic initiatives. And I do want to come back to the prioritization and from the leadership perspective. And so we talked about what are the strategic initiatives that need to be the focus of the organization to move the organization forward. And then the other thing we talked about is the ability to say no or pull the plug. And in order to do all of those things, you know what the leadership team needs to understand is they need to understand how many underground projects there are and the nature of those underground projects. So they can have full visibility. So bringing those underground projects above ground. Yeah, yeah, they can't be underground projects. It's a really common situation. If you really dig into what people are doing, where they're spending their time, in other words, where your resources are going, you will often find that there are uh, very well-intended things going on that maybe initially they thought were gonna be within the department, 
hadn't really gone through the process of thinking through the entire, oh, you know, eventually I'm going to need training and I'm going to need IT involved. And oh gosh, you know, we've got to change some of our documents. Didn't think about that at first, but went ahead with this thinking about it as though it were a departmental project. And then what happens is it becomes a pull on the broader resources in the organization. So it's fine to have departmental projects. We should be able to know about them and talk about them. Here's what's going on in that area. And let's say a departmental project, the resources get a little bit tight. If the senior team knows about it, they can say, you know, that's going to be lower priority than this big strategic thing that the organization is working on. Let's be perfectly clear about it. If nobody knows about it, then that decision can't be made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on the, the underground projects, as you said, most often they have good intentions Absolutely. about it. But you're right. It is a pull on resources and then it clogs the system unintentionally from a strategic standpoint. So again, the leadership needs to bring that, make it okay, tell me what you're working on so we can have full visibility. And then on the full visibility, it's also important to understand and recognize 2020 taught us nothing else. The world changes and we can adapt. Yes. You know, we saw so many credit unions adapt and adapt in such a positive way. And so make that a practice. Let's just know that things are going to change. And so make it a practice at the leadership level to constantly assess and reprioritize or recalculate route so that the leadership team, they're the ones making the decision about how to strategically allocate the resources. Otherwise, things will get done, mm -hmm. resources will be used, but they might not be used with the, the strategic decision filters. Yeah, so individuals will be handling their own workload and they'll be deciding which projects to work on and which ones not to, because if they have too much to do that they can't get it all done, they'll pick mm -hmm. what they're gonna do. That's just how it works. Well, and you know, when people choose what they're going to work on, we've observed, and I believe it's human nature, is I just want to be able to say I got something done. And so we often see the things that get done are the easier things, the less complex things, because we can check them off our list. I can get that brick off my shoulder, that burden. I feel really good right now. But the world is complex. It's changing very quickly. And we believe strongly strategic leadership teams need to carve out time to be able to think strategically and deeply about these complex issues so that they can start they have to start sooner because it's more complex in order to arrive timely in this fast-moving world so you don't fall behind yes yeah exactly and it's easier to fall behind today than it was even five years ago and it'll be harder and harder to stay ahead of it. Right. But it can be done. Oh, it can be done. And it's really about moving back to the beginning, the prioritization that uses the strategic filters and saying no when you need to say no mm -hmm. or not now, mm -hmm. possibly even pulling the plug. Yeah. Being very clear about the business outcomes that are desired, ferreting out the underground projects and understanding them so that decisions can be made about those and, and making sure part of the culture is that that doesn't happen anymore. And as a senior team, 
taking the agility and fluidity that people talk about and they, that they want to have as a team and applying that to strategic implementation. So as things are changing constantly day by day or week by week or month by month, having the, your finger on the pulse of what's happening. So if something needs to shift or move or be paused, that you make conscious decisions so that the strategy occurs the way you want it to and not in a haphazard way. Right. Yeah. Things will get done. Priorities will be set. And our suggestion is, is, and that's my favorite one, is is as a leadership team, take control of the priorities and your team will follow as long as you clearly articulate. And so we're really excited. I mean, the strategic planning aspect this year was great and leadership teams and boards embraced the thinking part of it and embraced the uncertainty. They came into it now knowing they can move faster than they've ever moved. So why not elevate the implementation to the strategic level and really work to turn that implementation into a competitive advantage? And so we've given you some tips here. We really appreciate your time. As always, if you have any additional questions, please feel free to give us a call or shoot us an email. Thanks. Thank you.